Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. In this post, I want to talk about the deadbeat dad, the delicate subject for single moms, which would be how to deal with an absent father. Most recently, I answered a question on my YouTube channel by a subscriber in which she had been abandoned by her daughter's father when she was pregnant and their daughter is too now. You can watch that video down below and also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel for additional content. In any case, anytime I hear questions like these, it obviously hurts my heart given my own single mother's story, which I have a video on that you can watch down below. No parent wants to believe that the other parent has up and decided to actively choose to abandon their child. No mother says to themselves, I want to deal with a deadbeat dad. Why do some of these men punish a child who did not ask to be here by being a bad dad, leaving their children wondering what the heck? Who knows? And honestly, you may never know. And that is when you have two choices. We can wallow in what the absent father, aka a deadbeat dad, is, or better yet, is not doing. But in the end, what will change? You cannot change other people and make a man do if he does not want to do. And what I have come to learn is why would you want to? If someone does not want to be there voluntarily, as hard as it may seem, don't make them. That will only make the process worse and you do not continue to punish yourself for what someone else won't do, which I know so many of us single moms are guilty of. And so, as a single mom, I'm going to tell you how to deal with an absent father or a deadbeat dad. So number one, don't be a victim and don't make your child a victim either. There are plenty of people who have an absent father. Some fathers leave voluntarily and some leave involuntarily, i.e. death. I do not want to be all morbid, but I think oftentimes what single moms can have a tendency to do is victimize themselves and their child and perhaps even subconsciously, when really many children grow up without a father for many reasons and they turn out just fine. When it comes to deadbeat dads, some moms can start to plant seeds in their child's head that they are going to somehow be incomplete, less than, and that they think their child is going to grow up with some deficiency in them because they have an absentee father. I don't think that any or most moms intentionally plant this in their child's head, but I promise you I've had plenty of single mom friends and they say things to their children that have the subtext that they are damaged because of their absent father. Number two, case in point, the wrong way on how to deal with a absent father is to play victim. For example, this would be the wrong ways on how to deal with the absent father. One of my friends told her son that he was not good in sports because he did not have a dad there to teach him. And then she cried and cried and cried during football tryouts as her son fumbled the ball and stated that he did not know how to play because he didn't have a dad to teach him. This is an indirect way of putting your child into victim mode. Perhaps the child would have been better at football if his dad would have shown him and perhaps he may have been a child that was just not good at playing sports. Who knows? Why speculate and why was my friend calling me from the bleachers, bawling her eyes out as her son attempted to play football? He was having fun. She was making it into a federal case. Instead of letting him live in the moment, she was reminding him that he had a deadbeat dad that wasn't there for him and how he couldn't play sports because of it. Children are not blind, of course. They notice that their father is absent or inconsistent, but they do not need you to rub it in and make them feel their emotional well-being is doomed. We can quote the stats on how children do better with a father being in their life, but there are also fully productive people who grow up without a father and they're just fine. And in the end, 
When a father wants to be absent, there is nothing that you can do to make him be there. What are you going to do? Show him the stats? He cannot even be a father, let alone care about what statistical data says about him being there. If his conscience cannot tell him to do that, then I doubt you are spitting some stats is going to help anything. So don't believe the hype that something is going to be wrong with your child. I'm not telling you that you have to be a robot and that you cannot be sad about how someone has done you. Let's not wallow in self-pity and cry in front of our children and rant on how jacked up both of your lives are because their father is not there. Because that is the mindset that you are feeding your child and you are placing limits on you both. Number three, there are father figures out there. Remember the friend that I talked about in the above paragraph that cried because her son could not play football because of his deadbeat dad? That same friend had an older brother that she was very close to and her son was very close to, but for whatever reason, she could not see that. She only focused on the negative of him not having a father, a father that she had a restraining order against due to his abusive behavior towards her. So why the tears for him not being there? Donating sperm does not make him a father. And fathers come in many ways, shapes, and forms, and that does not include biology. Don't cry about who is not there, but look at the wonderful male role models in your lives and your children's lives who are. You can check out my video down below where I give more tips on how to deal with a deadbeat dad. Number four, how to deal with an absent father by getting a new one. My son's father is a deadbeat dad, but my son has father figures in his life. My mother's boyfriend has legit been in my son's life since he was two, and he is way closer to him than even his own father. When my son needed direction on how to pee standing up, he was there. When my son did not make the basketball team, he was there to give him a pep talk to cheer him up. When my son did make the basketball team, he was there to watch and cheer him on. He takes him to the barbershop if I have to work late and my mom cannot pick him up. He's there to pick up my son, feed him dinner before meeting me after work. And he even takes him to go see movies that I would consider boring like Star Wars. Sorry, not a fan, but they love it. He calls the house to only speak to my son and he does it because he wants to. No one makes him. The point here is that biology does not make a father. There are plenty of loved adopted children all over the world that will tell you that. And I personally do not ever feel that it's too late. I would much rather have a wonderful stepdad or male family member who does do than beg for an absent father who doesn't want to. As I told my son when he became disappointed a couple of years back for his father once again deciding not to show up, my son started to feel like it was his fault. I did not trash talk about my son's father. I simply pointed out my mom's boyfriend. I used him as an example of how someone behaves towards you when they love you. You don't have to beg for them to come see you, talk to you, or spend time with you. They just do it because they want to and because they love you. And when I said that, a weight was lifted off of my son's shoulders because perhaps he realized I was right. It was not an hour-long monologue of holding each other and crying about his dad's shortcomings. I was pointing out that someone who was not blood-related to him chose to be a father figure to him simply because he wants to. Not because he has to, but because he chooses to. And like that, those hints of confusion about why his own father does not do right by him faded because there was men and plenty of men in our family who do. Who even every year will go on vacation and travel to another state, including my own 70-something grandfather, to spend time with him for his birthday. And we do that almost every year for family vacation, which you can see the blogs on that I have down below. This is what we call in counseling reframing, looking at the good or finding the silver lining in a situation and not just focusing on the bad. Sometimes we have a tendency to do that, overlooking all of the blessings we have in our life by looking at one or two things you don't have. 
in this case a father, but it is important to keep all things in perspective, which I talk about with my son down below in Q&A, where we talk about him growing up without a father. Number five, case in point, family does not always mean biology. When that movie The Blind Side came out, it was a story of Michael Orr. Michael Orr's mother suffered from alcohol and drug addictions and she was unable to give him and his 11 siblings the attention and care he needed growing up. Orr's father was frequently in prison where he eventually was murdered. Michael got adopted by a family when he was a teenager and he went on to not only get into college but also play in the NFL. So what is biology if biology will only bring pain? Why not choose those who want to freely love freely? It is not too late for your child to have a father figure at any age. It also does not mean that your child is doomed or that they cannot be loved or that because the family is not picture perfect or their father is not traditional, then fill in the blank, something bad is going to happen. When that's simply not true, not for a lot of people. Look towards the positive male role models in your lives, mentors, and even when you look for a future spouse, then make sure that person will be a wonderful father figure to your child. All is not lost. Number six, forgive but don't forget. Do not be that bitter single mom that is forever mad and you're at your child's deadbeat dad. I have spoken on this time and time again that you can forgive, but you need to do that from a distance. This can vary for many people. Now, if the father of your child just got up and left one day, never to be seen or heard from again, I think forgiveness from a distance can be easier. Yes, it may take time and it may even hurt at first, but since they are not all up in your space, it's a lot easier for you to forgive and let go. Now, for those who have absent fathers where one day they want to be there and the next day they don't, a year or two passes and then they come back for a month or two and then they leave for a year, this is like my son's father's situation. Knowing how to deal with an absent father is a little harder in this situation because now they want to come back after all this time has passed and sit in your child's face like nothing happened. And then repeat, it is very easy for you to get irritated and re-triggered time and time again and then rinse and repeat their absentee fatherless behavior. But that is when you have to take control of the situation, forgive and move past that person out of your space in a way that you do not get affected. However that may apply to you, that is your right. This should go without saying that you do not need to sleep with them and keep trying to be in a relationship after they abandoned you and your child. Forgive and move on. In your world, they don't exist. I have a video on how to forgive or but not forget that you could watch down below. Number seven, trust the process. The Bible teaches us, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born, I set you apart. Jeremiah 1.5. The fact that your child is born is not surprising to God, nor the decisions that the absent father made is surprising to God, yet he allowed it anyway. Not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Romans 3, 3 through 5. Do not be ashamed of what you have gone through, being a single mom, and do not be ashamed of how you became a single mom, and do not be ashamed of the fact that your child's father decided to become an absent father. God knew all of this was going to happen, and instead of thinking that it is going to be your demise, maybe it is the same thing that pushes you to be stronger. Not getting child support sucks, but that is what pushed me to make my own money and pushed me to make leaps and bounds in my business because there was no safety net 
which I have a separate blog post on that you can click the link down below to read. Only me, and so I pushed to get what I wanted out of life, and all of that was because I was a single mom. All of that is because I was trying to find my way on how to deal with an absent father, and the way to do it was to trust God. Trust the process, and to, in some weird way, rejoice in my suffering and allow it to pull me through the fire, being refined in the process and coming out like a diamond in the end. Sure, it hurts and there is pain, but if God allow it, then there's a reason for that. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not uncommon to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. But along with temptation, he has in the past and is now will always provide a way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. 1 Corinthians 10.13 You can check out my single mom anthem down below by watching the video and also click the link down below in order to stream the song. Number 8. Be great. Nothing can overtake you so much that you will just sit there and die and live in obscurity. One of the single moms in the Bible that I'd love to mention is Hagar, the woman who was forced to get pregnant by her child's father's wife, Sarah, and you thought your situation was jacked. When Abraham sent Hagar into the wilderness with some water and a little bit of food, Hagar, Hagar sat and cried, ready to die of dehydration, and that is when God spoke to her. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. As she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called out to Hagar from he heaven and said to her, what is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and saw, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin of water and gave the boy a drink. Genesis 21, 17-19 The process that she had to go through was in the wilderness. The process that she had to be brought into the breaking point and thinking that she was going to die in the middle of nowhere, her and her child. But... What she did not see was that well right next to her in which she could drink. And when she opened her eyes and realized that being cast away by her child's father was not the end-all be-all, God told her to get up and he will make her son into a great nation. The best way on how to deal with an absent father is this. Just go and be great. Be a great nation. Make your child into a great nation and allow God to help you do it. And do not focus on being in the wilderness. Just focus on the well, if that makes sense. If not, then watch my video down below on how to get over your baby's daddy. And also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. So these are my tips on how to deal with an absent father and as well as someone who has dealt with it myself. I'm not going to give you some one, two, three steps such as pat your child on the back and tell them it'll be okay. And then lean on each other and cry and take years and years and years to mourn over what happened. You won't get that here. What you will get is me telling you to do the best and make the best decision that you can for you and your child and yourself. And the absent father is a non-freaking factor. If you know a single mom wanting to know how to deal with a deadbeat dad, then go ahead and share this post with her. And also, I have an Amazon best-selling book for single moms that you can click the link down below to buy. It's called Fix It Jesus for Single Moms Only.